The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The will to live. It's innate. But what happens to humans in a survival situation? Do they accept being stranded or lost? Or do they lose it? Survival hinges on your ability to stay positive, calm, and rational. Because if you panic, you die. So today on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, that's presented by Outdoor Channel, the boys and their expert panel will evaluate the psychological aspects of survival, methods that'll keep you alive, and how to avoid being stranded at all costs. Now, here's Jim and Trav. Let's go, let's let's get you up there. Our cameras captured the moment when rescuers emerged from the woods. An overnight search for a young man and a woman who vanished in the Cleveland National Forest in Orange County, California. It's dangerously cold for two hikers lost in Burke County overnight in the Pisgah National Forest. They were found this morning near Upper Creek Falls. A North Idaho family may not know the fate of their father and brother until next summer. But authorities say the lost hikers did not keep to the trail. We'd like to find them alive, but the chances that we think are very slim for them. Searchers started the day with only a sliver of hope. Very, very slim possibility. Whenever I'm faced with the perils of being lost in the woods, I see comfort in the fact that I have a beard. <laughs> beard saves people. You never and see a bearded man getting lost. And, and he cries to mommy. You know what? All the news uh, clips I found in articles, it's always hikers getting lost. You never see, oh, hunter lost. I mean, it does happen, but more hikers get lost than anybody. Uh, interesting. We're talking about uh, survival and uh-huh. primitive wilderness skills on today's show. Just now being joined by Mrs. Bonnie. What up? What's up? Did you know 78% of all deaths in a uh, getting lost situation are men? <laughs> More men die in the woods than women because women, women are smarter. Wh- Mrs. Bunny, have you died in the woods? I And I'm not lost either. <laughs> no. There you go. No. <laughs> Proves that. All right. So we are talking about a survival and primitive wilderness skills on today's show. We're going to be joined by a Craig DiMartino. Uh, he's the host of Fight to Survive. It's on Outdoor Channel. Uh, Saturday's 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Also, Sasquatch, Mount Man. It's on Outdoor Channel. It's not currently airing. Uh, no, and also, it has. Tim McWelch with his brand new book, Hunting and Gathering Survival Manual. And he's going to be giving some away, I think. You know, it, it's interesting that you uh, you talk about the hikers on the trail. You know, I was in Alaska and uh, shot a big caribou. And uh, when I went to get the second load of meat, fog settled in. But I was smart enough to put my waypoints, you know, on a, on a map. And actually followed the map. It was before GPS. One time. And was able to find my way out. One time I was watching Dora. And she <laughs> she pulled a fan out. And it blew. Where did she pull it out from? She was with Diego and he got it out of his backpack. <laughs> All right, so That's a great backpack. Mrs. Bunny, what are you going to talk about? Ways to survive a snowstorm. Wintering the weather with Mrs. Bunny is brought to you by Nissan. Mrs. Bunny is ha, 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 ha. Staying alive, staying alive. She's brought to you by Nissan. All right, take it away. With snow tires. With snow tires. Do you use chains (laughs) on my snowshoes? 
Now, a lot of these, keep in mind, are not only good tips for surviving a snowstorm, but just surviving natu- any natural disaster in general, whether it be tornado, hurricane, you know, just some sort of natural disaster. Typhoon. Exactly. Any doomsday situation. Right. So, one thing you need to, if, um, say, a blizzard hits, is running water. That's one of, like, the biggest things, is running water. But if you're in a home where the pipes tend to freeze, uh, which is generally, you know, below 20, uh, you need to prevent this by wrapping your interior pipes. Jimbo has had uh, problems with uh, My pipes freezing. Kitchen. His kitchen freezes when it's 50 degrees outside. (laughs) (laughs) So we're talking about bad situations when you're in your house? Well, yeah, at home or away. I have more. Don't don't degrade me. It's like wrapping the pipes in a tent? (laughs) What? (laughs) No, wrapping your pipes in insulation. Because, you know, there's a lot of uh, where you see um, there's been a massive snowstorm, a blizzard or something like that. And on the next on the news the next day, how many times do you see someone elderly or somebody has passed away in their home because they weren't well prepared? Due to the ice skating ring in their basement. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So uh, running water. If also if you can't wrap your pipes or something, leaving your, your faucets at a slow drip will keep them from freezing. Stock up on your food. Uh, Terry's good at this. Yes. She has plenty of canned goods in her in her pantry, even though she just cleaned it. Uh, for <laughs> There's the next... still plenty of good canned goods. She was hoarding back before hoarding was popular. Gives <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> a whole meaning to bag lady. <laughs> okay, uh, batteries. Making sure that you have batteries, an AM, FM radio, a flashlight, but also having... For um, your mouse, too. Yeah. Uh, if you are using, if you have electric heating and you lose power, uh, we have uh, experience with this. We were without power for an entire week one time, and we used a kerosene heater. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem being that it wasn't that well ventilated because Jim and Trav and I and Terry were all sitting in a room and someone goes, are you starting to feel funny? <laughs> <laughs> My head hurts. Yeah. <laughs> There's elephants dancing. <laughs> I think it's time to turn that off. So making sure it's well ventilated if you're going to use a, a kerosene heater. Uh, shoveling. Did you know that more people die every year from heart attacks while shoveling snow? It's back-breaking work. Well, they, That's why I want Terry to do it. <laughs> people aren't used to uh, heavy labor and they get out there, I'm going to go shovel the driveway. They get out there, your heart starts to pound or whatever, and you have a heart attack. Uh, during New York's blizzard of 1996, uh, a large portion of the 4,600 uh, 911 calls were heart lag or heart attack related well they say wow. that the the number one cause of death though like heart failure when getting lost due to stress yeah oh really yeah not joking heart panic. attack yeah, yeah you panic you yeah. have a heart attack you run through the woods and tear your clothes up. i have found as long as you have one match and a lot of hot dogs <laughs> you'll be fine <laughs> i've never seen a hot dog go bad <laughs> Have you? No. Well, you know, they also... It's impossible. I don't know. Uh, there's been studies where, like, they take a McDonald's sack, you know, and they just leave all the food just as they bought it, and they put it in a sack and leave it on the counter for, like, five years, and it doesn't mold or anything. So, maybe you should just yeah. buy, like, a Happy Meal and stick it in your basement for a rainy day, and, you and know? who was the guy that actually used French fries as uh, firewood? Remember that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I Yeah, you remember. can dry them a little French bit, fries and they will burn. Firewood? They're so greasy. Yep. Um, you know, I think you're pointing out some cool things, because everybody thinks of survival when you're in the backwoods. Yeah, no, it's not. more people, you get stranded in your own home. You get stranded at your own place of work due to power outages. Exactly. What are you going to do? Well, and people are unprepared. Nobody's a flipping Boy Scout anymore. Well, you know, they were were announcing, you know, that big snowstorm that happened earlier this week on the East Coast. Didn't hear about it. Uh, They were talking about people bringing in like a little survival kit. Yeah. You know, like maybe a space blanket or a Mm -hmm. pillow or some crazy thing. Change of clothes, uh, boots, whatever, uh, because it hadn't started snowing yet. And yet, you know, what they get. 
couple of feet over there. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. And so they said, bring it into work because you may not make it home. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know what? And the other thing, it's too, people always rush to get home. You moron, stay at work. What's the worst that happens? You sleep in your office rather you, than being sidelined I do that on now. You get yeah. a little overtime. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, no, it's better to stay at work or to stay at your location rather than trying to make it home in a, in a really bad weather situation. Same thing with getting lost. Stay where you are. Yeah, exactly. Because that's where people are going to find you. The the quickest is at your last known location. You start wandering uh-huh. around and you you get further Aren't and further from help. More people are found. I think it's within a half of mile of where they were lost. Of where they're lost. Yeah, really. You just keep walking in circles. Yeah, yeah and probably. they think, oh my god, I'm like a thousand miles from Noah. I'm a thousand miles from nowhere. Dwight Yoakam. I was just going to say know? that. Yeah. <laughs> You're ten yeah. yards off the trail. Yeah. <laughs> you are. Turn around, you. If so you want to turn around, there was a payphone, you know? <laughs> well, so the Idiots. last few things here. Okay. Uh, frostbite. Obviously, you know, something that you always think about is frostbite. Wear your gloves. Quit being yeah. a macho man. Wear your gloves. Wear warm socks. Wear, wear a hat, even if it mashes your hair, ladies. Uh, pro- prolonged exposure to the cold creates ice crystals on your skin cells, which dehydrates the skin cells, and that's what causes frostbite. Yeah. It kills well, it. I got to tell you, I... Uh, I did get uh, frostbite on three of my toes. Did you really? Yeah. And uh, I was uh, up in Canada on a deer hunt and uh, froze three of my toes on my right foot. Yeah. And boy, they I know when snow's coming. Yeah. I got frostbite <laughs> on my ankle. <laughs> I had to amputate my ankle. Kept the foot. Yeah. <laughs> so we are being joined by, uh, after the break, no, we're being joined by Craig DiMartino. Fight to survive at Saturdays, 8 p.m. Eastern time on Outdoor Channel. We are talking survival and primitive wilderness skills. We were just joined by... Mrs. Bunny. Mrs. Bunny. Don't get lost. The Bunster. Don't get lost and... Uh, Take Doritos with you. All right, so uh, big shout out to Outdoor Channel, outdoorchannel.com forward slash revolution, Ruger, Ruger.com, Nissan, NissanUSA.com, High Mountain Seasonings, H-I-M-T-N, Jerky.com, Cabela's, World Promos Outfitter at Cabela's.com, Extreme Beam, ExtremeBeam.com, Lucky Buck, Lucky-Buck.com, Remington, Remington.com. All right, here is a word from Mr. Mark. He's always lost. He's lost souls, what he is. All right, so Craig D. Martino, he is coming up next as we talk more about survival. Don't go anywhere. We'll return right after this. Outdoor Channel on Surviving. If history has taught us anything, it's that survival takes three elements. Number one, a positive mental attitude. Number two, equipment and skill to use them. And number three, knowledge. A positive mental attitude accounts for 80% in a survival situation. And equipment and knowledge land at 10% each. Two studies done 10 years apart on actual search and rescue missions found that the majority of people were found within one mile of the last point where they were seen. So visit us at JimandTrav.com and we'll return in a moment. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You get one shot at this. The most isolated citizens in America. That's what living out here is. You got to keep plugging away. Depend on its most courageous airline. Because somebody needs something in an airplane. It takes a lot of practice and a lot of skill and a lot of balls. Have you seen these guns? You never know what Mother Nature is going to throw at you, so you better be prepared for it. Always operate the plane right on the edge of pretty much chaos. Flying Wild Alaska, Mondays at 10 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. A good hunting and fishing buddy is hard to find these days. They've got to push through the most grueling and enduring adventures. That's where the Nissan Frontier comes in. It's the perfect wilderness partner with a first-in-class Utilitrack cargo carrying system to strap down your big game. 
and tons of power from a massive 261 horsepower V6 engine. The Frontier has got your back, even on the days you might come up short. Nissan, innovation that excites. Available features, 2014 Ward Segmentation, Small Pickup Class, Properly Secure All Cargo. The Ruger American Rimfire Rifle combines features of the Ruger American Rifle and innovations of the 1022 Rimfire Rifle to appeal to all bolt-action enthusiasts. It features a modular stock system that provides comb height options for scope or iron sight use. A power bedding integral bedding block system for outstanding accuracy. A Ruger Marksman adjustable trigger. And a 1022 style rotary magazine for reliable feeding. The Ruger American Rimfire Rifle. Another rugged, reliable firearm from Ruger. JimandTrav.com, the number one source for all things outdoors. And they smell. Now back to the boys. Hey, we're back. If you're just joining us, you missed old Miss Buddy Mitch. He has a lot of great facts about uh, and things that you need to think about when you're out there in the cold. I thought we were talking survival. She was doing DIY wrapping your pipes. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of missed the mark. <laughs> Nobody has stuff. a condo out there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So anyways, just now being joined by, oh, by the way, like you said, we are talking about uh, survival and primitive wilderness skills on today's show. Just now being joined by Craig DiMartino. He is the host of Fight to Survive. Got to check him out Saturdays, 8 p.m. Eastern time on Outdoor Channel during the break. We were actually comparing boo-boos. <laughs> Anyways, Craig, how's it going, buddy? Very good. Thanks for having me on, you guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, now we absolutely love your show. Uh, tremendous show. Once again, Fight to Survive, Saturdays, 8 p.m. Eastern time on Outdoor Channel. Um, now, quickly, let's kind of catch everybody up to speed, not to rush your incident, but you had a terrible climbing accident where you actually fell 100 feet. Um, incredible story, man. Catch us up to speed. It was back in 2002. Uh, I was climbing up in Rocky Mountain National Park here in Colorado where I live. And just, you know, through a miscommunication with a, a friend of mine who I climbed with for many, many years, I ended up getting accidentally dropped 100 feet. And that's about a 10-story office building. Oh. And I know, which, which is just not something you want to do again, for sure. <laughs> uh, landed standing, which is a good thing because that's about the only way you can survive from that distance. And uh, landed standing and it exploded my heels and my ankles. Oh. Uh, broke my back. It's not as bad as your toe. <laughs> I've got an ingrown toe for this. Ladies and gentlemen, we're actually talking about, you know, Craig is telling us on the break about the injuries that he sustained and so forth in this fall. And, of course, Travis had to bring up about his ingrown toenail. Hey, it hurts. It hurts, Craig. No, and they do. Like I said, it's like a paper cut on your toe. And that's horrendous. That's horrendous. I, I feel for you, Travis. I do. Um, but I broke everything. I mean, I broke my back, my neck, um, my shoulder, my elbow, uh, my ribs on my right side, which then punctured my lung on my right side and then I collapsed kind of into the talus blocks which are this large you know blocks at the base of the cliff uh-huh. and that's where I came to rest yeah well you actually really had a big head-on collision almost as people would have in vehicles I mean you were just messed up yeah I mean I broke so many bones I had internal injuries I mean it was one of those things where they got me to the hospital and my wife uh, came in, you know, obviously, and and they said, you know, he's got about an hour to live. So oh, whoa. Here's the paperwork and, you know, the resuscitation orders and all that stuff that you just, yeah. you just never want to fill out. And uh-huh. he had to do all that stuff. Wow. Oh, that is terrible. Now, all right. So 100 feet. I mean, obviously, there is a little bit of time to think there. Did you intentionally 
land standing up? I mean, because if you think about that, if if you had the option of landing on your side, which you said earlier, would you basically crush you, kill you instantly or standing up? You know, when you're going to land standing up, you're going to ruin some stuff. There's not that much spring in your stuff. Did you intentionally do that to save yourself? No, and I wish I wish I could say I did. What happened was, <laughs> as I st- as I was falling away from the anchor and realized, okay, I- I'm going the distance now. <laughs> I pushed off the cliff to see. I wanted to see where I was going. And oh yeah. The last thing I remember seeing is the ground and thinking, okay, I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna go right there, you know. And you you had that realization of, oh, cr- you know, there's nothing I can do. And yeah. I was tipping sideways. But about 20 feet from the ground, there was a, a dead tree, and I hit the dead tree with my head, and the oh. tree stood me back up. Oh, and that oh is wow! How I landed standing. Yeah. Well, oh. actually, the the picture of Wiley e. Coyote falling off that those yes. big cliffs comes to mind. Yeah. You know. Yes. Even even the little smoke poof, the little poof <laughs> at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. I did that too. <laughs> oh my god! So that really does yeah. happen then. All right. So that does that really happen? <laughs> we want to mention. Fight to Survive, Saturdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. I like how everybody's laughing at your misery right now. Um, that's, that's what we do. <laughs> that's what we do. All right, so Fight to Survive. All right, so, I mean, this isn't like you lost your car keys in the in the parking lot of Walmart and you're panicking. I mean, you were seriously hurt. Um, you're coming in and out. Things, I mean, you're in a dire position here. How did you stay positive, though? I mean, that's one remarkable thing throughout your story is you didn't panic. You didn't go to the dark side. You kept your emotions as best as you could in check. How did you, I mean, you can't prepare yourself for this, Craig. How did you do that? Or did you? No, and, and I think the number one thing was I actually did know where my keys were. So was, <laughs> that calmed me down right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Other than that, well, it would have been mean, all over. <laughs> it would have been horrible, right? You'd kind of be like, crap, we're locked out now. Uh, <laughs> oh, you know, it, it's one of those things, like, I I think climbers are, are we problem solve, and so you're very task oriented. I've always been like that. And so for me, it became this thing of just tell me kind of what I need to do to get through this one section that we're in. Cause you, you can't look at the hole because the hole was so dire. Initially, they didn't think I would ever walk again. They weren't sure about my right leg, which I did end up having to amputate a year later. There, all these things were just, they were too big of a thing to tackle. So they would give me like these little tasks, you know, Today, we're going to eat jello. Um, tomorrow, <laughs> we're going to sit up. You know, whatever it was. It was something small and simple, but I'm, I'm real good at tasks if you give them to me. And so I was able to just kind of do one task at a time. Yeah. For me, the accident was this amazing perspective builder. It, it showed me really quickly what was important, you know, which was my family, which was my happiness to be alive still. And so I think that then carries through to every part of your life because you are able to look at something and say, you know what, this is just not that bad. You know, it's going to be fine. Whatever we're dealing with is a small bump in the road compared to what we've gone through. And that allows me just to keep that perspective of I'm happy to be here. You bet. Hey, we were just talking with old Craig DiMartino. Of course, he has a program on our channel called Fight to Survive. It's Saturday evenings at 8 o'clock Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Outdoor Channel. Now, Craig, if we want to find out more about you, your incredible story, man. Uh, where can we find you online? At CraigDiMartino.com. All right, there you go. CraigDiMartino.com. Uh, big shout-out to Outdoor Channel, Nissan and Remington. Here is a word from Mark. Coming up after the break, we're going to have Tim McWelch on. Yeah, he's got a brand-new book called 
survival something. Hunting and gathering survival <laughs> manual. That was good. <laughs> now he's not going to give any away. He's going to do a two-parter. Anyways, it's all my fault. Here is a word from Mark. Uh, we'll return. Hey, now, one, one last question. When you got into the helicopter and your partner had to stay on the ground while you flew away, did you smile when you had the keys to the vehicle in your pocket? Yeah, yeah. and I gave him the finger. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, uh, sort that one out. <laughs> you got to live with that. <laughs> you got to live with that. You got to get a car home. <laughs> Nissan's Drive to Win. This week at JimandTrav.com, you can enter to win a copy of Tim McWelsh's newest book, Hunting and Gathering Survival Manual. Also up for grabs is a hunter's prize package from High Mountain Seasonings. Just type JimandTrav.com into your web browser and then click on the free giveaway under the Happenings tab. Again, you're eligible to win Tim McWelsh's newest book, Hunting and Gathering Survival Manual, and a hunter's prize package from High Mountain Seasonings. It's all at JimandTrav.com right now. Is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. My name is Derek, and I'm not an outdoorsman at all. I didn't bring hand sanitizer. <laughs> Witness the mayhem as the world's greatest outdoorsman put him to the test. We're fixing to go to war with them flying fish. Can Derek put aside his vanilla latte long enough to discover his killer instinct? <laughs> I'm going down. Find out on the Outdoor Channel original series, The Reluctant Outdoorsman, Thursdays at 7.30 Eastern. No, no, no. Come stop it. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. Hunting just got tastier. With High Mountain Seasonings and their vast array of spices, seasonings, camp meals, rubs, and shakers, sprinkle the best of Western flavors by ordering from High Mountain Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com today. If you're buying a new gun, be sure to stock up on Remington Gun Care products. Trusted by gun owners for over 100 years, they're proven to clean quickly and protect against even the worst causes of corrosion. Think about it. You're investing hundreds, maybe thousands in your firearm. Make sure it lasts. Make sure it functions flawlessly when you need it. Make sure you clean it with Remington. Look for the Remington name at any major sporting goods store. The revolution with Jim and Trav begins on your radio and continues on the web. Archive shows, articles, gear reviews, funny cat videos. Just kidding. JimandTrav.com. Now, back to the boys. Hey, we're back. And if you're just joining us, you missed Craig DiMartino. How's your toe? We've got so many emails about you and your toe, Trav. That guy's got a big mouth. (laughs) So, yeah, got to check out Fight to Survive with Craig DiMartino. Saturdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Great guy. Another great guy. 
He's not, our next guest. Not nearly as great, but he has both legs. <laughs> and that is uh, Tim Mackwell. Well, he has a leg up on the competition. He's got a brand new book, too. Got to check it out. Hunting and Gathering Survival Manual. Got a whole bunch of cool stuff in there. He's going to be actually giving a couple away. Going to be talking about it later in the show. We got two segments with him this week. Going to be a two-parter. All right, Mr. Tim, how's it going, buddy? It's going great. Thank you so much for having me on the show, Jim and Trap. Yeah! All right, so let's talk about keeping warm out there. Let's say we're in the backwoods, all right, and uh, we have no idea where we're at. We don't. We, we didn't expect to spend the night out there. It's starting to get cool. We're not prepared for that. You know, maybe we don't we have a, a fire. We got a little parka on. We're not that. We got a cotton t-shirt underneath it. What can we do to stay warm out there, Tim? Well, you know, as as sexy and alluring as a cotton T-shirt may be, <laughs> uh, <laughs> especially a wife beater. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's classy. Um, so, uh, and then we've just lost our wife beater audience. They just tuned out. We have um, nobody now. <laughs> but uh, you know, cotton cotton's a great fabric for the desert in the daytime because it holds your moisture next to your skin. Yeah, it's just naturally coming out, whether it's sweat. Uh, or, or just a little bit of water vapor that comes out of your skin to keep your skin healthy and keep it supple. And um, if we're wearing cotton in any other environment, so if we're wearing cotton in a cold place, in a wet place, cotton is going to continue to hold moisture next to our skin, and it's going to actually refrigerate us. It's going to make us even colder oh, wow. than we would normally be. But let's say let's say we didn't obey the rules. You know, mm-hmm. let's say we uh, let's say we went out there and we had a pair of jeans on, and you know maybe a cotton t-shirt underneath of some other clothes. This will make us colder, especially if that cloth gets wet. But there is a way to fix that. We okay. can actually use insulation from nature, and it's mm-hmm. it's one of the weirdest tricks that people don't do, but it is absolutely a bona fide vetted lifesaver, and that is to stuff our clothing with insulation that we would collect in whatever environment we're in. So we would get leaves, grasses, moss, ferns, pine needles, whatever you could scrounge up and start cramming it into your clothes. Mm-hmm. And and you want to basically turn yourself into a scarecrow. I mean, you're, you're going to be standing there in the woods looking around for your Tin Man buddy. And, <laughs> and um, you know, you, you look ridiculous and, oh, it's prickly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's horribly uncomfortable. but you will be warm as soon as you finish that process. It could save your life. Basically, Yeah, it could save your life. You've puffed yourself up. It's like you just put on a parka or some kind of snowsuit because you've added an inch or two inches of insulation around your entire body where you've done that technique. You're screwed if you're wearing skinny jeans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Big problem. Yeah. Big problem. Yeah. No, yeah no, there's, the th- no, there's no play in there. There's, there's no room for, uh, no room for uh, wedging in a single pine needle. Yeah. Um, you know, another thing you can do if you have the ability to build a fire and you can gather up some rocks that are not in the stream, uh, get those rocks hot, you know, clear out some, some areas uh, like underneath the tree Bury those rocks and then lay on top of the rock. You know, put the dirt over it, lay on top of those rocks, and they will stay warm for a long, long time. They will. The the fabled hot rock mattress, um, although it's a little bit of work, that could buy you most of the night mm-hmm. in comfort. You, know, mm-hmm. you can actually stay warm on that bed of, of insulated warm stones, and the heat will just rise up through the, the soil that you cover them with. But, you know, that, that technique might be a little overkill. You know, let's say we, let's say we need to move. Mm-hmm. We're trying to find the truck. We could actually heat up a few stones 
and just get them kind of toasty, you know, maybe 120, 130 Fahrenheit. Yeah. They're, they're not hot enough to melt any fabric or, or light your clothes on fire. They're just hot enough to radiate heat for an hour or two. Mm-hmm. And we put them inside our clothes. Yeah. Then you could also schedule a hernia operation once you got back. <laughs> well, not that big. Well, it's no different. Than- yeah, it didn't have to be that big. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, you know, like a five pound rock. Um, they can stay hot uh, for potentially uh, a couple hours. My my record right now is a six hour hot rock. Oh. And that was that was wrapped up in a set of coveralls. You know, and, and another thing you can do is, as you were talking about building a shelter, uh, it's not difficult to build a lean-to shelter or fam- maybe finding a cut bank where it's cut back under and then actually use the dirt that's there to build you a little cubby hole. And, uh, boy, as long as you're out of that wind, you're going to be a whole lot warmer. And then at smaller space, it's going to conserve that heat of yours. And if we, we stack up our techniques, you know, if we know how to fabricate some kind of shelter, and then we add the hot rock idea to it. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, even even if the shelter didn't offer a lot of insulation, what if it was maybe a little cave or some kind of rock overhang? We could nestle down in a pile of hot stones. A, a buddy of mine actually spent a whole night just laying in a pile of warm stones, and he got a few hours of sleep. He didn't die, and it got down to 14 Fahrenheit. Oh, wow. And he's just wearing his just normal outdoor clothes and a jacket. But he, he slept in a pile of warm rocks, and he lived to tell the tale. I was in his backyard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, after after his wife uh, got tired of me hanging around, and she threw us both out. Yeah. Um, well, I will tell you this, that hot rocks don't work too well in a snow cave. Hot pockets are better. <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, talk with Tim McWell. She's a survival expert. Got a brand-new book, Hunting and Gathering Survival Manual. Uh, hey, we're actually coming up an ad break. Would you mind sticking around and coming back here in a little bit? Uh, we're going to do a little giveaway. We're going to talk about a little more in-depth about Somebody can book. get one of these books. Somebody can win a signed copy, an autographed copy of your book. You want to stick around? I would love to. Thank right, you. Real quick, where can we find you online, Tim? You can find me at OutdoorLife.com. I write blogs every week for them. And you can also find out more about my survival school at AdvancedSurvivalTraining.com. You bet. Hey, we've got to leave it right there. Uh, he's coming up later on in the show, but coming up next is old Laramie Miller. You were going to say Tim. <laughs> yes, I he's was. He's coming up later, too. <laughs> All right, so Laramie Miller, Sasquatch. Got to check out Sasquatch Mountain Man uh, on Outdoor Channel. He is coming up next. going to be talking about encounters with dangerous game. Yeah, and does he make jerky? No. He yeah. hates it. <laughs> All right, so uh, survival and primitive wilderness skills on today's show. Here's a word from Mark. Don't go anywhere. Big shout-out to Lucky Buck, Nissan, and Ruger. Thanks a bunch, Tim. I'm ready. I'm, I'm charged up now. Let's go. Ensuring a speedy rescue with Outdoor Channel. The following procedures will help aid in a rescue situation. Conserve power on all electronic equipment. Use your radio sparingly and sweep the horizon with a mirror at frequent intervals. Air Rescue can see a flash before you can see them and make sure to maintain a clear ground signal at all times. If at all possible, keep a fire burning at night and stay put so that you are easier to locate. Well, the show will continue after this brief word from our sponsors. And make sure to check us out at JimandTrav.com. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America.
America Sports. Commercial fishing is probably one of the toughest things in the world to try to make a living at. It seems like every time I turn around, people want more fish. The species that can't adapt to changing conditions become extinct. If we don't get out west, we're going to go extinct too. You never know what's going to happen. You could really hit the jackpot. Got a bite. It's Moby. Or you could have all bad luck and it could last forever. You just never know. I think that's what keeps you going. The Outdoor Channel Original Series, Bottom Feeders. Saturdays at 12.30 and 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Best place to hunt giant mule deer is Colorado. So plan your dream hunt by purchasing Colorado's Biggest Bucks and Bulls today at www.coloradosbiggestbucksandbulls.com. If you're thinking about buying a new gun, remember to pick up Remington Gun Care Supplies. Protect your investment with the same products the country's top armorers have trusted for over 100 years. After all, when you need it is the worst time to realize your gun doesn't work. For LED flashlights with brighter, tighter beams that see farther and run longer, you want Extreme Beam, the passion to outperform. Go to www.extrebeam.com. Increase the amount of camera pictures you get this fall by using Lucky Buck Mineral. Dump a bucket of Lucky Buck in front of your trail cameras and you'll be amazed at how quickly the deer will find it. The sweet apple smell combined with the minerals deer need will bring them in close. Lucky Buck Mineral. Grow bigger bucks or get your money back. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Now with deflated Here are the boys. Hey, we're back. Hey, before the break, we heard from old Tim McWelch, and of course, he taught us how to lay on rocks. To lay on rocks. <laughs> to stay warm. Lay on a rock. All right, so this is our survival and primitive wilderness skills show. Just now being joined by Sasquatch, Laramie Miller. You know what I'm doing? What's that? Messing with Sasquatch. <laughs> Messing with Sasquatch. <laughs> All right, so uh, anyways, uh, got to check out Sasquatch Mountain Man on Outdoor Channel. Mr. Laramie, how's it going, buddy? It's going great. How you feeling, Jim? Doing good. You know, I, when I talk to you and I see you, I always think, just how big a boy are you? <laughs> Dang, you are big, man. I am. I, uh, <laughs> I'm definitely cornbread. That's for sure. <laughs> all right, so let's talk about getting lost. All right, it happens all the time. You always see it in the news. Uh, but one aspect that we haven't it's talked usually about. in the obituary column. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's never really good. Uh, but one thing that we haven't talked about uh, when you're out there is encountering dangerous animals. And everybody freaks out, like, oh, running into a brown bear, grizzly, black bear. Messing with Sasquatch. Perhaps Sasquatch. <laughs> um, is this something that most people need to be afraid of? And if this does happen, let's say we do run into a black bear. Worst case scenario, what should we do? Well, the biggest thing is don't freak out too much because they're all wild animals. And for the most part, they're all just as afraid of you as you are of them. But, you know, if you're talking about black bears, for instance, black bears, you want to try to get as big as you possibly can and slowly back the heck out of there because black bears are probably actually one of the most dangerous. You see them all the time. Yeah. And 99.9% of the time, they're not going to do anything. But if a black bear does attack you, there's one reason he's attacking. Lunch. He's going to try to kill you. You know, a grizzly, they'll beat you up, and you hear a lot of stories of people getting attacked by grizzlies and surviving through it. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot of black bear attacks that you don't hear and don't get talked about that, you know, people don't survive because the black bear, if they're going to attack you, more than likely they're hungry and, you know, it might be territorial, but 90% of the time it's not. Yeah. So, you know, you just want to just be smart. Don't go antagonizing a bear. Don't go 
trying to chase it or walk up to it and get a picture like some of the people you see at Yellowstone <laughs> and all that. That's just asking to be a Scooby Snack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, one of the things that that we didn't even mention is in your neck of the woods, we're talking about Montana, uh, you've got a lot of wolves up there. And now they tend to run in packs, and that can be even a bigger problem, can it? It can. You know, wolves, I've heard stories, and I actually have a buddy that, got attacked two years ago by two different wolves and they kept out flanking him for about an hour and a half and then they finally once they attacked he shot the one the other one ran off but i mean it can get dangerous if you you know you just gotta use your head don't Mm -hmm. don't run yeah because then that turns that instinct that you know killer instinct on in any animal you start running, they think, oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is food. You know, you brought up a yeah. great point about black bears trying to intimidate them, but that is one thing you don't want to do with a brown bear. You're not going to intimidate a brown bear. No. Something you know? can beat no. the fire out of a moose. Yeah. And, and, exactly. You're going to egg him on. Yeah. And <laughs> another thing is, too, is those maternal instincts. I mean, and I think that's one of the most dangerous situations in any realm. Uh, when you come across the mom and her babies, whether it's a human or a bear, don't them off, you know? Exactly. I mean, that, that I think that's probably when most attacks occur uh, is when you get too close to the cubs, do you think? Oh, yeah, hands down. I mean, common sense. I know a lot of people nowadays like that, but common sense goes <laughs> all the way. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I have had it happen a couple of times to me. You know, they say, well, hey, if you see a bear, climb a tree. You know, grizzlies can't climb a tree. Well, you know, black bears can. I have been up a tree in Idaho bear hunting, and I was up a tree in uh, Manitoba bear hunting. They climbed up the tree. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and they I climb a heck of a lot better than you do. Yeah, and matter of fact, <laughs> I, I I saw this one, oh, probably a yearling cub, and he was spooked by something. He went up this tree. I mean, so doggone fast, it was crazy. And the only reason he didn't go any further is the the place that I had my feet on on the stand. He couldn't get around it. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, talking with uh, Laramie Miller, Sasquatch. Got to check out Sasquatch Mountain Man on Outdoor Channel. Do you ever have uh, people take pictures of you out in the woods? Like, oh, God, I spotted Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, I was elk hunting in Colorado a couple of years ago. And, uh, I mean, I'm 16 miles from the closest road, uh-huh. way back in there on the horses. Walking down this trail, and these two guys come walking down. And what they were doing up there, I have no clue. But they recognized me. Oh, really? So, oh, boy, they were so excited and wanted to take pictures and everything else. But that is the one and only time I've ever ran into anybody, for the most part, in the woods, you know, hunting that recognized me. You know, most people yeah. get recognized, like, at a mall. Yeah. <laughs> you get recognized in the woods. I love it. I think one of the biggest problems, though, across the board is... People just don't respect anything anymore, whether it's another person's property, whether it's uh, language or animals. You know, they you shouldn't be afraid of an animal. You shouldn't have fear. They could pick up on that. But you should respect. Exactly. And I think that is where people are lacking and where it gets them into trouble. Yep. I agree 100 percent. You know, you got these people that, oh, they want to take a picture. It's just like your personal bubble. Yeah. You know, you go somewhere, you don't want somebody constantly invading your personal bubble. You're probably going to wind up saying something. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. Dog's going crazy. Probably a mountain lion coming in. <laughs> so, well, I, I've actually been chasing mountain lions, so I got my dogs in the back seat. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, we got to leave it there, Laramie. We've been talking with Laramie Miller. Of course, he has a program called Sasquatch. 
Is that right? Sasquatch. 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 Mountain man. (laughs) This guy is up to date on all of the uh, wilderness skills. He is on Outdoor Channel. Mr. Larry B. Man, to find you online, if that can be done. Where can we find you, buddy? You can find me at Laramie at LaramieMiller.com or there's Sasquatch Mountain Man Facebook. You bet. Hey, that was old uh, Larry Miller, and you can get him, as he said, at LaramieMiller.com. Coming up next is Tim McWelch. This is part two. You're going to find out how you can win a book. Win a free book. No, win a book that costs you. That's we're gonna, what you're going to do. You can win a book that every book is in. <laughs> yeah, all right. It's called The Dictionary. Hunting and Gathering Survival Man. You're going to be giving away a couple signed copies. Got to stay tuned for that. Big shout out, though, to Outdoor Channel, Extreme Beam, High Mouth Seasonings, and Lucky Buck. Mr. Larry, man, thanks so much for calling in, buddy. Thank you, guys. Have a great one. All right, here's Mark. Don't go anywhere. Pushing the limits. Test your outdoor knowledge at jimandtrav.com and learn new skills with Trav's Take. Use Jim's blog and years of experience to your advantage. Plus, gain access to our expert advice with survival guru Tim McWelsh, our very own predator pulse with Jeff Nimnick, and much more. Make jimandtrav.com your new headquarters for all things hunting and fishing. And you can also get social with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest at Jim and Trav. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need to bitch his ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Looking for the ultimate cooking machine for your backyard or patio? Look no further than Camp Chef's new pellet grill and smoker. With user-friendly features like an auto ignition, digital readouts, and internal meat temperature sensors, it's easy to smoke the tastiest salmon, ribs, brisket, and turkey you'll ever eat. And an innovative system makes cleanup a snap. Everyone will want the food you're cooking on your Camp Chef pellet grill and smoker. The quality smoker that's second to none. Find out more at CampChef.com. Camp Chef. Way to cook outdoors. Located in the heart of Maui's premier resorts, Kanapali Beach Hotel is officially recognized as Hawaii's most Hawaiian hotel and the number one best value in Hawaii. With a range of accommodations and affordable dining options, this is the ideal setting to turn Hawaiian dreams into lifelong memories. Live Hawaiian entertainment every evening, free year-round children's programs, weekly arts and crafts fairs, welcome breakfast, and departure kukui lei ceremonies add to the value. Swim in the whale-shaped pool, indulge in the fabulous spa and hotel salon, enjoy Hawaiian hospitality at its best at the Ka'anapali Beach Hotel. Call 800-262-8450 or go to kbhmaui.com. That's kbhmaui.com. Aloha. Hey! What? Do you hate being bored? Yeah! Go to OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. It kicks more ass than a ninja with 20 legs fighting a guy with 30 ass. Blogs, gear reviews, pictures, OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. Hey, we're back. Actually, we didn't go anywhere. You guys did. Hey, we just heard from old uh, Laramie Miller. And coming up next is the second part of old Tim McWelch. 
the survival guy. You know what I'm still doing? What? Messing with Sasquatch. Messing with Sasquatch. <laughs> That's right. You like those commercials, right? I, I do like them. All right. So, yeah, I, I like I like jerky, too. I think one of the most, like I said earlier in the show, one of the most critical things to have in any survival situation is a beard or a book. Tim has a gray beard. I want to land hot rocks and just stroke Tim's beard. <laughs> Anyways, Tim, you are back. How's it going, buddy? Sounds like a perfect weekend. It's going great. Uh, you know, I, I I think a beard is the best survival tool anybody could ever have. <laughs> yeah. it, uh, it commands authority. It keeps your face from freezing. And if you comb the wild game bones out of it, you can make a bra. <laughs> that is awesome. All right, so... Let's say we're lost. We're talking about survival, uh, primitive wilderness skills on today's show, as you know, Mr. Tim. What is the first thing we need to do? Once we have realized that we're lost, we're we're up the creek, okay? We yeah, do and there's no paddles where we're at. Or canoes. No. What is? Yes. What do we need to do? First thing we need to do to assess the situation and move on, what do we need to do? The first and, and most paramount thing that we have to do once we have recognized we're in trouble is to get our head screwed on straight. Yeah. If we allow panic, if we allow any kind of negative psychological aspects to govern what we're about to do, we can make the wrong choices. Um, you know, the scared people make bad choices. And so we're, we're, we're in a slippery slope here. If we've realized we've gotten lost or turned around or whatever and it's getting dark, we know we're not going to make it home. Uh, the first thing we have to do is, is stave off panic and just realize, hey, you know what? We can make it. And especially if you've got a little bit of survival know-how, like we're going to talk about right now. But the time it gets more dangerous for more people is when it's on the cold side of the spectrum. Yeah. And so we need to protect ourselves from the cold. And this generally happens with insulating your clothing. It happens with the construction of a shelter. It happens with creating a fire or even two. You know, we, we've all sat around a campfire in wintertime. And roasted one side and frozen the other. Oh yeah, so we have to it. turn around. It's almost like some kind of, you know, rotisserie chicken. You know, we, we've got we've got to keep constantly spinning and doing little pirouettes to uh, to maintain some sort of thawed condition. But but what if we just got smarter than the problem? What if we built two fires and sat in between them? Now we're toasty on both sides. That's a good idea. You know, you watch uh, Andrew Zimmern on TV, and he's eating, eating all kinds of wild stuff. But nevertheless, in here, it'll tell you about it, what to look for, and what to avoid, which is also important. Yeah, if we mix up the do not eat list with the okay to eat list, you know, that's the opposite of survival. That's uh, that's 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 playing, you know, dangerous creature or dangerous plant roulette. And uh, sooner or later, you're going to lose that game. That's just like women. They look so good, and then they stab you, and you <laughs> die, Tim. It happens all the but time. There, there's nothing all about that time. in this book. There's nothing about women stabbing you in this book. <laughs> At Hunting and Gathering Survival Manny, once again, go to JimandTrav.com. You can enter this contest. You're going to win a free signed copy. And the thing is, yeah, I, I've got a friend of mine that that, that is an exterminator. He doesn't have a mustache. He's got a handful of termites I'm going to go get. <laughs> all right, so if we want to find out more about uh, you and your book, Hunting and Gathering Survival Manual, excellent book, man. Where can we find you online, Mr. Tim? You can find me online at OutdoorLife.com, where I write blogs every week. You can also find out about my school and classes at AdvancedSurvivalTraining.com. And if you're internet savvy, you can follow me on Twitter at Tim Mac Welch. You bet. Hey, you heard where you can find him online for his classes as well as signing up for the book. 
coming up next is the close. Actually, the free giveaway is on our website, jimmytrav.com. Jimmytrav.com. Enter possibly. What is that again? Jimmytrav.com. Win the book. Like you said, close is coming up next. Here is a word from Mark. Big thank you to Outdoor Channel, though, Ruger and Nissan. What kind of clothes? I don't know. Tommy Bahama. (laughs) All right. Thanks much, Tim. Thank you, Jim and Trav. It's my pleasure. Keeping your priorities in check with Outdoor Channel. In a survival situation, prioritizing your to-do list is key. Building a shelter for protection should be at the top of your list. And next comes fire. Fire helps in many ways, such as keeping you warm, to alert rescuers in some instances, and it always seems to boost morale. Finally, water. Dehydration is your worst enemy. And terrain conditions, elevation, and temperatures all play a major role in this happening. So stay hydrated and in the know by visiting us at JimandTrav.com. And we'll be right back after this. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Okay, lock and load. In the vast region of Montana, a band of peace officers are on patrol. Dispatch, FG-59. Go ahead. Their mission, to protect and preserve the natural resources of Big Sky Country. Game warden, hold your fire! From minor citations... Everybody knows you got to have a license to fish. ...to major busts. I have a warrant for your arrest. It's all in a day's work. They're ready to search warrant right now. They're going in tonight. Wardens. All new episodes Thursdays at 7 Eastern on Outdoor Channel. The Ruger 1022 Takedown. A new take on the legendary Ruger 1022. With all of the features and functionality of America's favorite rimfire rifle, the Ruger 1022 Takedown easily separates for convenient storage and transportation. Reassembly is simple and returns the rifle to zero, ensuring precision shot after shot. Packed in a backpack-style bag included with the rifle, the Ruger 1022 Takedown makes it easy to keep America's favorite rimfire by your side. Dream hunts, 1,000 dream photos, hundreds of dream hunting stories. Buy Colorado's biggest bucks and bulls at 719-661-4037 to live the dream. The Revolution with Jim and Trav present Real Men of the Outdoors. Real Men of the Outdoors. Today we salute you, Mr. Jim. Look who it is, it's Jim. With his endless supply of Tommy Bahama outfits, safari hats, and sandals. What were you thinking? I was going to change my name to Tommy Bahama. You think it looks natural, but it couldn't look weirder. Unless maybe it had a propeller. Oh, look at the freak. I do have new shorts. <laughs> well, I got Hollywood legs. Look, I, I like to wear shorts and a t-shirt when I record. Do you know that I have barbecue sauce on my knuckle? Yeah, I did lick it off. So once again, we salute you, oh grandpappy of the outdoors, Mr. Jim. I don't know if it was from yesterday or last week. It's the We are looking ahead, of course. The revolution will not be televised. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Trav, we survived another show. It's our primitive. I did it by reading the book. It's our primitive. <laughs> Wilderness skills and your reading ability saved us once again. That's it. That's it. Hey, we also want to thank uh, Bunny. What yeah. a great gal she is. She's always fun. Yeah, uh, Big Mouth. What's her name? Peggy. Peggy. <laughs> Mark's got a pretty big mouth, and so does Frank. Yeah. And our advertising. We never hear from Frank, though. Yeah, how about a Craig DiMartino, Laramie Sasquatch Miller? 
and uh, Tim McWalsh. Great people and a great book. Sign up for it. Uh, JimTrav.com. All right, got to get to a break. The show is coming to an end, but you know what's not? Our love for you and Jesus' love for you as well. <laughs> That's never ending, right? I love this. All right, so uh, take a kid hunting and fishing this weekend. Just get outdoors. Enjoy it and uh, stay warm. All right, local news weather is coming up next. Don't go anywhere. We will return next week. Peace out. God bless. We love you all. Good night, Cincinnati. (laughs) Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.